Welcome, welcome to episode number 56. That's five, can't, six. Can't get away from the six. Eavesdrop podcast. Can we can't get away? Can't get away from the six. The E6 man himself, Jordan General, in the building. Thank you for stopping by, partner. I appreciate no it. I've noticed that every single time, ever since I've moved to Texas, I say partner a lot. And it's not so like I've said partner, like partner in the past, like in Chicago, but it wasn't until I got here that I said, hey, partner. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like one of those things where we used to have this this uh, this neighbor uh, back in in, 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 uh, in Chicago, this black dude. And he every single time he spoke to uh, to my parents or anyone, he would be like, hey, Hector, what's up? How's it going? Hey. He would make like this accent. I, he didn't mean yeah. anything by it. It was just something yeah. that, that came to him. So I wonder if that's the same thing that happened to me when I moved to Texas where I'm like, howdy, y'all. Howdy, partner. Right? Yeah, hey, partner. So I say that a lot. And, yeah. I, and I caught myself, when was it? I think like two weeks ago saying partner a lot. And then right now when you walked in, you're like, I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, what's up, partner? I was like, fuck. He's, like, <laughs> he's making fun of me. What's up, uh, brother? <laughs> anyway, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, Great to thank be you here. for stopping by. You live right down the street from here. We won't give your address out, but you're, oh. you're right down the street. Um, you don't stream from here for some reason. I'm offended. Uh, what but do you mean? I have to sit there and watch the team. How? That, put in my true. input. Yeah, that's true. But you're here also. I mean, you can see over. I mean, I'm, I'm down the stream from here. Yeah, if you want me to. I don't know. I think uh, I think it'd be good. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's let's begin. Um, and I didn't do it last episode, but I'll do it this episode. Who are you today? If I was to say, who am I today? I'm Jordan General General, born and raised in Michigan. And as of right now, I am a starter, but I'm a six man on You're the bench. You're a starter on a bench. Yes. A starter caliber player on the bench. Yes. Um, it, it had to have been difficult, right, for you to do that. Right and and I and yeah. I, I I I told your dad and I told uh, I think I told your mom too. I'm like I respect that a lot. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. not a lot of people. I mean, I don't want to name any names. You know. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people are mean. like, "Fuck that. That's not me." Yeah. Yeah. I rather not. I rather not play, and I rather be in the in the open brackets than than do this. Um. So where where did uh we're born and raised in Michigan? Yes, Detroit, born and in, uh, Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, right? Ann Arbor, Michigan, and then. From there, um, would move around a little bit. And so, I mean, we're gonna get into like my early life. Yeah, we're talking about like, um, like school and stuff. Uh, I was watching one of your other ones, and you're like, because you're talking about uh, temper, saying like he was like the gaming was like positive when when he was in school. Uh, when you're talking about like fame and all that stuff, but, yeah. You know, there 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 were some haters when when for for me when I was coming up, and you know, coming up in is, school. Oh yeah. What, uh, what grade? Uh, around middle school and then coming towards high school. Yeah. So you, whenever you're talking about that, you know, coming up as, you know, having like a check mark, all that stuff and being 15, 16 years old. Yeah. You know, we well, check mark. Of, you're talking about Twitter verification. Yes. Okay. Um, and then like funny, funny story. Um, Please. I was. I would be in school and I would have, because um, I would like freshmen when I was like um, a junior yeah. or a senior, because the classes were interchangeable with um, uh, like all grades. All grades, like and in biology. Then, and that's, like, I, was a, yeah. I was a dumbass senior. I was a, a dumbass senior in biology. Yes. Uh, you know, sitting there with like super genius freshmen who like knew their. Acids and compounds and ammo, yes. ammos, ammo, ammo compound. I don't know. Uh, get yeah. the mic closer to you, because uh, no, I mean the mic. Not you can. I mean you can do whatever you want, but just get the mic closer if you want. Anyway, so all right, so, tell yeah. me, you're you're an interchangeable class. Yeah, so basically interchangeable class. This happened a, a couple of times. So I would have uh, freshmen. They would they would say in front of the whole um, class and to my teacher saying, "He uploaded a new YouTube video. Did you see it?" I'm yeah. like, "Dude, yeah. stop. Why? Um, That's no, viewership." Uh, I, I know, but I was like, at the time, it wasn't like I was trying to hide it or anything. I was just so focused on myself, mm -hmm. like trying to just play and, you know, ba balancing school and trying to become a professional gamer. And that was actually during the time where Black Ops 3 was out. I wasn't able to play because yeah. of the restrictions. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, my, it wasn't so much, like I said, haters, but it was just 
people it was at the time where it wasn't really accepted yeah it was it was just coming up because you know gaming didn't really blow up to like really really recently yeah so when i was coming up it was in that ex that stage where it was kind of accepted yeah and um people were tr tr starting to warm up to it so it wasn't that like awkward phase in my school because it was like more sports and more uh social parties and gatherings yeah. but yeah i mean that that was it for a lot of mics for to just to talk about that like how gaming affected like me in school and how people perceived me yeah so it had to have been different right because i mean if, if if i if i go back to the 90s yeah i i think i went into into senior senior year of 17 so 1997 96, 95, 94, because I couldn't do the fucking math, right? I'm th that's I went to Wheeling High School. No yeah. offense. Um, f for me, and and this is maybe it's weird or whatever, but like all of my friends always played video games. Yeah. Right. But we also were like the popular kids that got yeah. all the girls. You know, that was a specialty. The wolves, MVP, most valuable pimps. Yeah. I'm kidding. That was a, a high school thing. Anyway, but we always played video games. I remember going to my friend's house, uh, my friend Eric's house, and we played uh, Resident Evil, the first one. And it was the most engaging yeah. game that I've ever played. And I wasn't necessarily a video game player, yeah. per se, but once I started getting into those video games, I then... Uh, ventured you know, off the different ones. Yeah, yeah, ventured as well. And then I started playing uh, Zelda The Ocarina of Time, which became my favorite game of all time. Yeah. And then from there, I went to my boy Mario's house, Mario, who, who works here, uh, and he had SOCOM. And that was uh -huh. the first multiplayer experience that I ever had. And he's like, oh, no, no, here, press this button, and you can hide in that rock, and you can kill people. On the and PlayStation? Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> you cheat, bro? And then he's like, no, no, it's fun. It's like it's like you're making like fun of them because they take it super yeah. serious. And this and I'm like, I'm like, let me see you play. So he would go hide in fucking rocks and yeah. like have the wall hacks and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's not, I see no fun in that. And obviously he was like, him and his brother had like all the video games because they came from a family that owned yeah. a bunch of restaurants. And, uh, and, and I would always ask him to let me borrow video games. So I'd be like, nah, hell no, because I know what you're going to do. You're never going to give it back. And I'm like, what the fuck? All right. Anyway, so for us in the 90s, yeah, there, 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 it wasn't accepted, but, because it was us, it was sort of like a, a, a non-issue because we're yeah. basketball players, football players, baseball players, and you know, video game mm -hmm. players. So for us, it wasn't that. Now, you as a what, what did you say, junior? As a junior, yeah, when you, when you I, became, I didn't. I didn't because Advanced Warfare was a time of I think sophomore sophomore year, mm -hmm. and then in my junior year was Black Ops Three. Mm -hmm. So that was when, um, yeah, that was the age range. So I wasn't able to play. Yeah. So now. Obviously, when you're when you're sort of going through these things, and correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but you you were also being picked on for different yes. reasons, right? Because you came from a wealthy family. Yes. Um, which is like, which, which is why I'm gonna tell you what what's fucked up about this. Okay. <laughs> now, I came from the opposite spectrum yes. where we were made fun of because you know we were poor, right? In in Mexico. And then you get for like you can't keep anybody fucking happy nowadays. No. It's like you're 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 too rich, make fun of them. You're too poor, no. make fun of them. If you're not in between in a normal fucking environment, you're like the no. the 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 target yes. in a sense. Yes. Uh, so this couldn't have helped. You know, not only are you like this too, did you play any sports at all? I tried, but it just it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so just just to go just to rewind everything to get back to where yes, we please. are. Um Somebody so, has to. My brain yeah. just fucking goes yeah, on no, an adventure on its own. Walkabout. So if we're going to talk about just like school and all that stuff, um, around middle school, uh, you know, of course, like you said, wealthy, wealthy family in my school. It, I mean, it was people had, you know, nice things and stuff. But, you know, for me, like coming, coming up, um, uh, I, I wasn't like it wasn't like born royalty or whatever, yeah. like. My dad, like, that's one thing I respect, like, we didn't, like, my family wasn't really, really, really wealthy until I was in, you know, middle school or coming yeah. into high school. Yeah. So I grew up in in, a, in literally a house, like, my parents, like, when I say, like, normal it, it, house. It, 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 it resembled, like, like, a chicken coop. Like, it was just small house, and, you know, my dad had to work very hard, and whenever I was in, like, because I moved schools from, I want to say elementary school to middle school mm -hmm. that's why that's why i said in the beginning like i moved yeah. around 
Um, so we moved around and um, coming in into my new school, and I was that was before like my family and my dad like really got, we got successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now everyone looks at me as this rich kid. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, dude, like I'm just, how, how I'm just trying did to you, be friends. Did, like, did you roll up in a rolls? Like, what? Okay, did you roll dude. up with that dope ass chain you got on? Like, what? Dude, I have so many stories when it comes because down look, to school. if like, I if, if I walk into a mall today wearing what I'm wearing, there's zero chance yeah. that somebody's like that dude's got paper, right? Yeah. But if if I walk in like with a suit and a tie, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So so what what identified you as that? Uh, well, I would, how do they how do they know that you came from money? I mean, I always for for me in in school, like I always like tried to like to hide it, but you know, when I were friends over, of course, gossip and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like when when it came down to middle school, um, you know, I was I was picked on a lot. I had a couple of like instances where I would get three v one, and I had to you know defend myself. And yeah. Very very dark times. So I'd like to say that. How old were you at the time? Um. So I was in middle school. It was like I had to be like twelve, thirteen. So. Yeah. Definitely getting getting picked on, um, bullying or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then once I went into um, high school, uh, it wasn't really bullying. It was just more like isolated, alienated. Yeah. So I wouldn't like I had I had like a couple like I had like two three three friends in high yeah. school. Um, but besides that, like I would just people would just leave me alone. Yeah. And I just had my own time and you know. <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta tell you guys a story. So please, just like my personality, like for me in school, I tried to be the blender. Like I tried to blend in. Like I didn't really want to be like noticed. Like I just wanted to just do my own thing, focus on gaming, and gaming be my escape. But there would just be situations where I just couldn't blend. For example, like my dad, you know, he's 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 a he's a happy he's he's a happy guy yep. during the time of high school and. I have gym class last, and how my school is structured is there's a big, huge, long, long, long hallway, and the gym is right here, mm -hmm. and all the classes are on the other side, like science and all that stuff, and then like the entrance is here, so it's like World War Z this one day. World War Z, like people are running around, they're like, oh my god, I like I think there's like some bad happening, and I so walk. You're walking, and there's like commotion. Just yes. people are running. People are running. There might all be a fire it's somewhere. Like, it's like because my my school had like three thousand, four thousand people. Your dad was pull, your dad pulled up and all right, you go, you go. You go. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what's going on here? I, I open up the doors and then there's like, I want to say 600 kids all outside, like swarming like World War Z. And my dad's literally in the front in the white Lamborghini Aventador. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. And Embarrassing. Then like, and then I'm How just, dare you, dude, dad? And I'm just, I'm just like, come on, man. Like I, I walk out and... Like I'm just like, yeah. And then and then I I walk towards the car. Everyone's just like, whoa. And, and see then, for me, for me. Now look, I mean, you would think, but like for me, I try like, yeah. But if I, I was if, always alienated and always like looked at differently, like oh, just use them for his stuff and all that stuff. And, yeah. You know, I I come like from a different yeah. a different mindset and viewpoint on that. And even now in gaming, you know, people would just look at me differently because I had money. And, yeah. you know, of course, like I'm desensitized by, by like, that now. A, a, but As if you chose it, right? As, as if you said, I, I want to be born into a rich family, right? That's like, not, that was right. not true. Of everyone, course. And everyone thinks that like, oh, yeah, I was royalty. And he thinks that like he walks around like he has a cape on. Like, no, yeah. dude, like it's just how it is. I'm proud of my, of, of my, of my father for yeah for working his ass off to, and accomplish and, and to accomplish what he did and and working so hard and providing for his family because he loved us so much yeah so and then that was they i could go in detail with other stuff but that's so, basically how it went so so you get it why don't you signal him say dad get the fuck no i literally i would i was so selfish so self-conscious about it i was like yeah. dude, i just got i gotta take the bus home like yeah. I, this, is, this is this is this is getting bad yeah and um <laughs> that's like, so awesome what, what I else mean, did i say dude, what like, else did i say in that in that in that case though is like um you know when we were uh, this dude uh, part of my group the dude eric uh, the, where i was playing a uh, playstation uh Resident Evil with like his dad owned a business and they were like you know very well off and they always like 
used to buy us like uh, pool passes, season yeah. pool passes for the rec center. And I was like, man, that's so dope. I mean, granted, this guy was like Mr. Popularity. Yeah. Won uh, what the kid? What do you call the king? The prom king? He won prom king. Like prom good king, looking yeah. fella, right? Um, uh, he was he played ball like he was super super talented. Anyway. Like, we saw that, and we're like, all right, we're already friends, but the fact that they gave us a little extra, like, helped, right? Like, we're yeah. like, and that's what I would have been like. If, if you're my boy, and, and you're like, yo, come, let's, let's go to my house and play fucking pool or yeah. something, and I get to your house, and it looks like a fucking school, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is my boy for life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe his dad will employ mm-hmm. me at one point. And then yeah. at that point, it feels like, yeah, I'm getting stuff from you. But at the end of the day, it's not even like that because you didn't choose it. At the end of the day, yeah. it's not even something that you had. It's like... <laughs> I'm gonna get really rude here, okay? Never mind. I won't. Yeah, no. I won't. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So, so not only were you being picked on in school because they noticed that you came from from that, yeah. and, and they got jealous. That's like again, yeah. that's if you picked it. Um, and plus, I was in video games too. So. And then you were on top of that on yeah. video games. You didn't play any sports. No. And Michigan is obviously, or you know, that area, yeah. the North Midwest is super super sports. Um, so what what were the like steps because obviously there's thousands of kids out there right now that even mm-hmm. though video games are accepted and video games are uh, cool, there are those schools because I encounter encounter it all the time right when I talk to grown people in, in business that like yeah my son won't get out of blah 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 and, and play video games and then I, t- I tell them this you know like well esports massive business blah blah yeah. he's like oh maybe I should play and I'm like it's not about the money and it's not about that if you're, if your son was an artist and an incredible you know portrait. Yeah. you know drawer would you would you tell them to go play sports no you would encourage that you would you would help yep. them become a little bit better um so how did you how did you cope with that <laughs> obviously going going through that because it couldn't have been easy are, One, you t- are you talking about just playing video games casually or be playing starting to actually take it seriously both yeah um, i mean casually and and that you know because this is the thing that pissed me off all right and 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 this is the, the thing that has always pissed me off about your situation in esports right one Rich or not, when you get on main stage, dad's money's not going to help no, you. They don't buy right? my skill. No, the, the, like it's just you and your skill. It, it and you can't buy that. Otherwise, I'd be a fucking professional Call of Duty player myself. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what always got me mad. Like, oh, he had a he grew up differently. I'm like, what? Scump <laughs> grew up way differently, right? He was in he he his dad was a, a baseball player, so he didn't grow up poor, and is just yeah. his natural gift to be that. Um, some people who came from nothing who have become something like it has nothing once once the lights are on once the, yep. you sit down on main stage nothing matters but you your skill and your ability to compete so anyway go on as you were saying with the coping of it so i would say during that time like i would say when I rewind to middle school uh that was when everyone was like still like in their like uh um like gamer years i would say yeah uh, towards high school no one really played i was like so the only one that would like play like competitively or just like really try to make it but in middle school like i was always like that guy like like going really try hard like i was like easily like i would just smoke everyone in my school and like call of duty free for alls call of duty uh anything or halo or anything like that um which is funny because i when i was watching one you're like uh I, because I, I also started like being a sniper too, and I would like, I was that kid that I would have in my bio like eighty three, you know, like mm-hmm. it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, that, that's that's how it was. So I would just be playing, um, Halo and Call of Duty throughout middle school, and just, just playing just casually. And then once high school hit, I took the leap of faith as I told my like my mom and dad like, I'm gonna go to this local in michigan Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna see what happens and i'm gonna i'm gonna be a pro like i literally told them that and they're like okay i mean they you're making um like do they make money like i'm like like, i don't know like you make a career off this and i'm like yeah and at the time that's when i was like called duty ghost time the first half of it and i was Mm -hmm. like watching like scomp and how old were you at the time had to be like 14 or 15 something like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah so you're watching Scump and then play Ghost? Watching Scump and Crim6 play Ghost. And uh, before that, I was watching a lot of Halo tournaments because I started, like, I don't even know what I started on. It was either I was, like, sniping for a little bit, playing Halo Reach, Halo 3. I loved Halo 3. I loved Modern Warfare 2. And that was during the time of uh, middle school, so I was, like, flopping back and forth with, with uh, my school friends. And from there, um, 
I just decided just to take Call of Duty Ghosts, like uh, just play that only and play pubs. And then I would literally meet someone in Clan v Clan from Michigan and then play with them. And then from there, I would find new players and then win locals. And then literally, like in a span of one month of um, winning like 250 series uh, with my like original E6 team. Which was who? Uh, myself, M. Ruiz, um, Exib, and Cade. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would win like 14 of them back to back to back and everyone called us onliners and there was an article saying can we beat Optic Gaming and everyone laughed at it and then first event my first ever pro event which was where? California, UMG, right? California we got top three and we almost be- beat them um, you know uh, you came out of nowhere yeah and I remember clearly sitting backstage with Fat Jack because uh, he was he commentated that yeah. I was sitting backstage with Fat Jack, and we were talking about you guys, and and he's like, dude, these guys came out of nowhere, and they're like making waves, and I'm uh, and I look over, and then you're being interviewed. I'm like, oh shit, I'm like that's that's one of the dudes, and and uh and I'm like I'm like oh that's crazy, and then you got up, I'm like oh yeah. man, good job, and that's it. You're like yeah, thanks, and just fucking walked away, and you just, business as usual, <laughs> right? You had not like you were just there to play, you weren't there, to, yeah, you were there to compete, passion, and yeah. just being a pure competitor. That's all it ever was for me. Yeah. So, E6. Tell me, obviously, you guys met online playing Clan v. Clan. Yeah. Um, leading up to that, though, right? Leading up to... Leading up to 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 uh, UMG California, Anaheim, I think it was. UMG California or whatever. Um, you guys had already been, like, on, on the road, right? You, yeah. you guys have already been winning. They yeah. called you onliners. You show up. You almost beat us. Yeah. And it actually shows that you guys weren't on. And that's the thing. Everybody that says people are onliners, onliners yeah. it's, 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 it's just. Yeah. As long, as long as you have, like, half the composure you have online, like, you, you should be able to perform. Perform the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, E6. You guys perform super well. Um, What, what sort of, uh, like, what sort of support system like had to be implemented for you to be able to pursue this? Because your parents saw, okay. you know, the crowd. Your yeah. parents saw like the opportunity. Your parents saw that you were being interviewed. Your yeah. parents saw that you guys almost beat the most popular team, team. Yeah. not just in Call of Duty. Well, definitely in Call of Duty, but you know, also esports. So they had to have been like, oh, cool. This is you know, this is mm-hmm. uh, this is something's there. One thing that's never changed from what your dad says and i've spoken to your dad over the years so a whole bunch of times he says i'm just here for jordan if he steps away i'm gone too and blah blah yeah. blah the amount of support that you guys not only that they your parents right gave not just you but everybody else around you right because they didn't have to fly your crew of flunkies no. on the private jet they didn't even have to they could have just flown you and put you in a in, in coach with along with your friends and then send them off they didn't have to pay for their tickets either right no. like what what sort of so um how e6 started yeah. uh, was literally because we tried to help the community same thing with e6 army um it was literally like with all good intentions and so first it's e6 started because like we heard like you know org owners and all this stuff like couldn't afford stuff and we in michigan and in, in the in the scene at the time a lot of people were not fortunate and they didn't have like all the necessary tools to actually like compete and stuff and my parents at the time you know they knew that i was alienated and i was trying to go full forward with it because i already said i wanted to be a professional Mm -hmm. uh call of duty player and they're like why don't we just support our kid like like who cares about what we're doing as parents why not we just help him yeah and and make something for his people and help help his community because we're we're stepping into his world yeah so from there um, my parents literally like would treat the entire team as literally as if they were me, their, their own, own kids, yeah. their own kids, and uh, try to give them like the best opportunities possible. And that's what literally E6 was was literally made for was to give opportunities to a lot of people that would never get any. Yeah. Um, and like, that's facts. Yeah. That like that. Every single time that I saw some like drama going on between you know your parents and some random fucking Call of Duty yeah. kid, I always got like, like does this kid or whoever the fuck this is not realize that like they don't have to give you shit, <laughs> like that you can literally be out in the wild and try to get a sponsorship yeah. against people who have a following, against people who are way better than you. Um, yeah. So to me, that that's always like one of these weird enigmas, <sighs> no pun intended. 
right, so g- continue on with this with the E six story. Um, so from like the f- like the first like the first starting, literally like my team broke up because of the stupidest stupidest reason. Um, like. Literally, the story was my dad literally told my team, like, you guys got to practice. You guys are not playing. It was right after. Uh... So we went to UMG Calgary, got top three, mm-hmm. and then we won a local. First event. Yeah, top first, three. First event. And, like, I was confident before that. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm probably going to win it. Like, you have to have that confidence if yeah, you're going to uh, play. So uh, we then we won a $20,000 um, local and then Michigan. And then from there, we um, we would break up, and it was because first of all, they didn't like that I was getting a lot of the attention of being like the superstar, and it was never about that for me. I'm just trying to win. Yeah. Whoever's gonna shine is gonna shine. Yeah. And then my dad literally said it was all the screenshots, and there's proof and videos of it. Like then they know my teammate, my teammates really screwed up because they listened to outside influences, and that's how a lot of teams crumble is listening to outside influences trying to break up the team, and. Um, they didn't like I was getting a lot of credit, and they did not like, and they and they and their uh, th- thing was I was um, like they were allowing me to do what I did, which I do agree. Like that's a part of the team. Um, like everyone's gonna have their own dirty work they have to do, and whoever shines shines. So my dad, long story short, told like we have to start practicing. They didn't like that. They was telling them. And we broke up, and I was sleeping. I I didn't do anything. I literally was sleeping when it happened. And I woke yeah. up and my team was gone. And I'm like, well, well, we have appeal. We have we have. Uh, it was like season relegation in two weeks. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I guess I just got to play with anybody. And I went to my circle, and there was I played with Proto and Holler, and we didn't do well. And throughout the entire second half of Advanced Warfare, it was like top 12s and top 16s because yeah. I couldn't. We I couldn't remake a team that was as much as like synergy and teamwork yeah, chemistry man. chemistry and like the the whole the whole the reason why we meshed together is because we would literally just play like rats like we were legit rat players like all over the place. like we were all over the place we would make the game very chaotic we would be very selfless like let people pass like who cared about statistics like we got all top three and i was iskd with like a 0.96 mm-hmm. like all of us went negative, but like all of us were getting impactful, like kills yeah. making impactful plays around the map. And we were um, playing the game like in the most efficient way. And, you know, then going with uh, a lot of players that didn't really understand because like I'm like, I think very, very differently as I try to be really, really efficient. Yeah. And uh, coming in at such a young age as 15, 16 years old. Um, trying to rebuild that, like it was, you, I just couldn't. Like you, I would try so hard, and in, in um, uh, the second half of that game with players, that I, um, I would try to get them to the same like um, like learning learning speed and um, <clears throat> like game plans and all that stuff. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't work out, and so then Black Ops Three happened, the age range, and I'm just sitting out for a year. Um, and watching and how I look at it is like going from like we'll probably get to it but like every single year it's like in COD college like I learned something every single year and and um, even even when I wasn't playing a Black Ops 3 I, I learned even how to like be a better teammate mm-hmm. and because I was just watching a lot and as I, as I couldn't compete and I was uh, um, just working on myself because all I think I could play was wagers literally because I wasn't 18. Mm-hmm. So, and then from there, I would play a couple online tournaments. Um, yeah. And just win those and then play locals, but nothing too much in Black Ops 3 as I couldn't compete. Yeah. So. What sort of, <laughs> um, I, I I heard, and I don't obviously I don't know because I, I wasn't, like we were, like we knew each other, yeah. but we were never close. Same with your dad. Like I, we knew each yeah. other and we, you know, we tried to do something at one point together, but it didn't work out. What, what, like, it, like you guys set up a land center for that, for, for your team where people, and then you guys would host your teammates there for them to get better at the game, right? All, all sitting yeah. together, all, you know, working towards a, you know, essentially providing a, yeah. a, a, a training facility for you guys. I was in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's top of the line. Everything, yes. obviously. Um, what do you What do you think was the 
Like, what did it? Because it couldn't have been just like outside influencers or outside influences, which, which, uh, the thing is this. When outside influences see what good is happening to other people, they try to snake their way in there and put, you know, certain thoughts and certain players to get them out of the way so they can replace themselves with them. Right. But even then, when something like that happens, like it's, it's, it's so disingenuous that hardly ever does that something, is is that something that, you know, that, that, that works out in a certain way. I mean, it worked out for Scumpy when he tried to, when he replaced uh, Proofy on uh, on that, which <laughs> is super funny. Uh-huh, Thank God. Uh, I, I love Proofy, right? Yeah. Obviously. Um, okay, so uh, you know, you, you guys you guys find early success. You start to falter a little bit because of you know age restrictions and teammates being swindled yeah. by other people. Um, what uh, wh- when when do you see the E six resurrection? Because you, you guys continue to be a team. Your parents continue to dump money into this yes. thing uh, to help other people yes. you know live their life uh, only to be sort of spat on yeah, for no disrespect- fucking reason dis- yeah. disrespected yeah Hold, uh, before you go into that let me give a quick shout out to the sponsors uh this this uh this week doordash doordash coming back for like the fifth week and i can't tell you how much i appreciate especially because i use doordash all the gosh darn time i cannot tell you how many times i sit in my in my stream room with Hutch and and, uh, and Diesel shouting suggestions as to what to order. Uh, because DoorDash has something for every single lifestyle. On the go with no time to waste, order, pick up, and pass the line. Having trouble organizing meals with your friends? We make it easy with group ordering. DoorDash uh, is more than just delivery. It literally makes life easier. I don't have to get up. I don't have to tell Jude. Jude, order me some food. Make me some food. Help me make some food. None of that. We literally just do that because DoorDash brings all of America's flavors to your door. Ordering is super easy. As I just said, I do it in between matches while I'm playing uh, game battles. Um, You open your DoorDash application, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. You could be here in the Hacks Orders. You could be there where you're at right now you can be at your office you can be in your car and they'll probably bring it to you right they won't be wearing skates uh, in like like the good old days but with door-to-door delivery in all 50 u.s states puerto rico canada and australia you can order and and london i used doordash in london to order uh this pasta bolognese from this one spot um with uh door-to-door delivery as i just said uh chick-fil-a all of them chick-fil-a cheesecake factory all of them. Not sure if your favorite pizza is already on DoorDash. You can look it up, but just know 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities, so you might find a few favorites too. Give it a shot. Sometimes I play roulette. I, I just start scrolling. I pick one, and I order something from there just to expand my uh, my my go-tos when it comes to food. Uh, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash application and enter code eavesdrop. Now, I don't know what type of human you are, but there's zero chance that if you're like me, you order anything less than 20 bucks, right? But here they give you a break and say $15 or more. When you download it, you get $5 off when you enter the code eavesdrop. That's $5 off your first order when you enter and download the DoorDash application in the App Store and enter code E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. Don't forget, that's code eavesdrop for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. One more time for the people in the mat, Maddie. And the people in the back, Maddie, get $5 off your first order, $15 or more, when you download the application. General, back to where we were. Uh, you, you guys had a hot start, middle falter because of your age restriction, and obviously, yeah. but you guys come back still. Yes. You know, you you, you and your well, your parents and you don't lose any, any sort of, you guys aren't faded by the bullshit that's happened to you no. guys already. And you guys are like, well, we, we still, you know, Jordan's still about this, so we're going to continue to support this as much as we can. Yeah. So you go on. <laughs> like, what? what is, what is, uh, did it take a lot of convincing for you to tell your parents, like, dad, mom, like, I know you guys are getting shit online because of yeah. bullshit, but please, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, just not even talk about me for them. They were, uh, like, they were, like, <clears throat> I mean, now, now like, <laughs> They have, they, they have their defensive barriers around them at all times because of the stuff that they went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at, at, at that time, like, they're with, like, they were with me. And, of course, I wanted what's best for me. Um, but uh, for them, they were, they were, they weren't used to it because, you know, like, the, the online community is different from real life. Obviously, it's, yeah. It's, it's completely different. Like, people can say whatever they want and they don't have to look at you face to face and they weren't used to that, like... My dad is a is a businessman entrepreneur and he deals with people face to face and he'll make deals happen but he can't use his talents and he can't be 
like he can't him. disarm yeah, people just yeah, through, through online, pure conversation. Like, he's like, yeah. what, like what, do you, like, what do you want me to do? And then same thing with my mom. Like she, she grew up in a, in like a completely different like way. And, um, was like, she just didn't understand it. Like, why is there so much hate? Why is there so much jealousy? Why is there so much like, like so much bad vibes and negativity when there just shouldn't be when we're trying to do so much and be like the E6 army was meant for the community. Like literally even at the first event, like my dad saw people were hungry and he literally bought like 30 people pizzas. Yeah. Like he was, he was literally, he was literally like with the best intentions. And sometimes like the, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. That's yeah. what it is. Like yeah. it's, it was just, it was just unfortunate that, like we we literally it's like it's like Ultron. I don't know if you ever see Age of Ultron. Like it was meant to be beautiful. It was meant to be Ultron. Like, like from Age of Ultron, Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I was monologues like you wounded me. I, I give you that. But I was meant to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, meant yeah. to be this and that. But oh, you look up to the sky and see whore because of you or something yeah. like that. Like like that's <laughs> that's you know what I mean. I like, do. I do. Like it's. It, it was supposed to be something really, really good, and honestly, at the end for champs, it, it was. Yeah. But, but that's just uh, my whole other other tangent. But, um, but yeah, uh, it was definitely with the best intentions possible, and they were with me, and and you know they saw that in Black Ops Three that, um, like the age restrictions, of course, like couldn't happen because eighteen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like coming into Infinite Warfare, uh, in Vegas. Ugh, the grind with the pro points I was like 30 30 pro points a day i don't know if you remember that I do. but i was telling my team to wake up at like like 12 o'clock nine o'clock in the morning and yeah. then and then play all night and get like six hours of street sleep because we're trying to qualify for pool play yeah and we ended up didn't because we would lose a <laughs> we would lose we would lose an online qualifier but besides that um in infinite warfare now uh we would play in vegas and we would be in open bracket, the gladiator pit. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, we would get into pool play, and then we would play you guys. I think, yeah, we, we would go 9 or no map count in pool play. And I think we were like the first ever team to like make you not qualify in, uh, in winner's bracket at all. Was, we were the first team that ever sent you guys to uh, a loser's bracket yep. ever. And from there, we would, <clears throat> like, because we were playing forever and coming from the open bracket, like, uh, we literally had no breaks. And so we would lose to a, a team that we should have beat. And who knows what could have happened. Um, but, yeah, like, we ended up getting top eight that event. Uh, What's your highest placement? Highest placement is top three. At a champs? No, top four. Well, I got a champs. At champs top four? Yes. That's insane. Um, and then top three is? You and Jim Kelly. Yeah. Um, so you haven't won a championship yet? No, not yet. But you will, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um, um, you know, I'm 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 super intrigued at at the patience that that your parents had going through this oh, shit, yeah. because I know how I am, and I know that if I was doing the same thing for for live, there's zero chance that any of those little pussy ass little kids out there that are one making comments online yeah. wouldn't have gotten found especially if i got huh. money you know what i mean like i'm gonna fucking hire yeah, no, they, and yeah, they're <laughs> they they definitely were uh very strong and they they're they're completely they're completely different people now as like the experience has changed them and i'm completely different now as the yeah. experience changed me so one of the things that i remember uh at umg cali when i first uh, met your parents was that your mom didn't shake hands Oh no, she was. She still she, doesn't. She, she was still. She, like, she was like me because I. I went like this, and she went like that. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't shake hands either. She's like, you know, like, I'm like, ew, fuck that, me either, right? Because we are, we are big, big, uh, germaphobes. Germaphobes here. You just, some. you just recently uh, came to Minneapolis with us, um, and was Minneapolis the first time that the coronavirus was being? I think so. Because. It had to have been, right? Because I, I, I was very sick. It, it, I'll tell you what. If I was as sick as I was in Minneapolis today, I would 1,000% think that I have the coronavirus. Because I was, like, just dead. Yeah. I was dead. We were supposed to do a podcast with Gary Vee. Uh, our, schedules, our schedules didn't line up. Were lined up up until the day that they weren't lined up. Because it, I became sick, and he had to push. And I was like, there's no chance Ugh. I meet this dude. There's no, oh, not meet him, but there's no yeah. chance I, 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 I meet something. these guys to do this. Because there was no chance that I was going to be patient zero, right? 
I take a I, I take a bunch of pictures at events. I'm always bumping, you know, fists with somebody. There's every so often there's the guy that just does this. Every so often there's the guy that gets mad at me for not shaking his hand. I literally, I mean, no offense at all, but I'm not shaking no one's hand. You know what I mean? Unless I choose to, obviously, yeah. to, you know, cut a deal with you. Uh, but in Atlanta, and if you're watching this dude in Atlanta who I don't know, never met, Maddie and I were walking behind. The, the, he's like, he's like, Hex, man, nice to meet you. I'm like, nice to meet you, man. He's like, no, shake my hand. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, no, it's just fist bump, dude. He's like, what? You're not going to shake my yeah. hand? I'm like, nah. And I just yeah. walked away. Um, I felt bad as I was like walking away and I look at him and I'm like, was that bad? He's like, yeah, it wasn't. You know, I just fucking, you, if he knows me, he knows that I don't shake hands, right? Mm-hmm. Every so often, you know, you know, I, I will shake someone's hand, but only when I, I know that I have a sanitizer for my thing. You, you are very like me, I think, when it comes to taking precautions. Oh, I'm yeah. probably not as good as you are <laughs> at taking precautions because you came super prepared. You, prepared. you had a box of latex gloves. You had two boxes of face masks. Respirators. Respirators. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to yeah. apologize. You had respirators. You had uh, sanitizer, and you had a whole bunch of pills, right? Like, it yeah. was like... Uh, nighttime, t- daytime. Nighttime, yeah. daytime. And you were like, yo, wear this, wear this, wear this, wear this. And we're like, nah, it's not that serious. But now... I'm, I'm like I'm like the guy that's like sitting there like... I'm like here with my, with my glass of uh, orange juice, and I'm like that dog from that uh, burning. Like, this is fine, but like, yeah. come on, guys. Like, don't blue pill. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this is going to get bad. Yeah, yeah. And now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. <laughs> just, to give you, just to give you a small taste of, 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 uh, of this... It was, I don't know, like 2.30 a.m. one day, and we get a video from Jordan that it's like, yo, this is what's happening in China right now. And I'm like, I don't know why I was awake, but I, I, I look at it, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking terrifying. Uh, and sure enough, that, that weekend we had to travel to London. Yes. And anytime you have to leave the States, you sort of feel exposed to something yes. that you don't want to be. Because the safety that the United States provides, as expensive as it is and as stupid as some things may be... Proud American. Yeah, same. It's still where you want to be if yes. you're ever sick. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, like, I'm confident... Uh, you, I was doing a lot of research on, on the coronavirus just recently, right? And I heard that kids, believe it or not, are less susceptible to contract the coronavirus than 30 to 79 year olds Mm -hmm. which i was like that's fucking cool right and the reason is because kids ordinarily walk around with some sort of flu several different coronaviruses within (laughs) coronavirus yeah i mean they're all coronaviruses (laughs) right um yeah covid19 because there's a coronavirus of 2019 is whatever look i've done my research on this i'm practically a goddamn uh, doctor, a scientist. Scientist, <laughs> scientist of uh, of medicine uh, and, and, and yeah and disease controls shit anyway um so you but you were warning us like the whole time yes. and we're like eh, it's not that bad it's not that bad it's not oh, that bad God, now we're looking to be bad yeah <laughs> now now like the three thousand patient died yesterday or something it's probably worse than that they're not reporting it who knows yeah who knows what it is which is the scary part right the scary part is that uh, that people are still showing up to work even when they're sick, uh, you know, out of fear of you know losing yeah, you their, their jobs, jobs, which sucks. But at the same time, if you lose your job, you don't have insurance. If you don't have insurance, you can't pay for your medical bills. You die, right? Um, yeah. Twitter, Twitter is the first is the first company that it was just announced. That Twitter is the first company that has told their employees to work from home, in 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 a precautionary measure to to you know lessen the spread yeah. of, of the virus. Of the virus. Now the only reason I'm bringing up the virus is because I wanted to sort of put a timestamp on this podcast so when scholars in the future who are studying esports and the people who made it goddamn happen, yeah. they could be like, oh shit, the coronavirus that killed half the population on Earth. <laughs> What's going on during this fucking podcast? It's fucking wild. Um, yep. All right. Now, let's get into some juicy stuff because we're, we're nearing the end of the podcast. Okay. Uh, two things, right? We already talked about your parents' support. Yeah. I want to talk about your name change because okay. general, Jordan General, it's, yeah. you know, it's, like, it's like when I say I'm Hex Rodriguez, right? Like I thought it was just one thing. The difference between you and me is that you actually changed your yeah. last name to General. Yes. Correct. Correct. Right? Your mom did as well. Yes. Correct? Yes. Your dad was the only one that didn't. No. What's with the name change? <sighs> okay. So, as I said before, as I didn't grow up in the... I mean, of course, I had everything I, like, I, I had because my mom would provide and she would work uh, very hard. But basically, um, uh, my biological father, 
um even though my dad is not my bi- like my my real dad like as of right now that raised me yeah it's not um my biological father he's my real dad yeah and so but my mom at the time uh she was uh working really hard as a single mom and so basically what happened was so basically the reason why i changed my name was my biological father um kind of scumbagged me mm-hmm. and what he did was so 2014 the year before i started to play uh my brother his name is joey um he was he was killed um I'm not going to go into the details, but yeah. he passed away. And I wasn't able to go to his funeral. And that really enraged me. And since he wasn't a part of my life, yeah. my, bio- my biological father, um, I that was the last straw for me. Yeah. So I was, I'm not going to carry your last name anymore. Yeah. Like, it's it's over. And so with that being said, um, uh, I changed my last name. And... I just I went through it and you know just as my older brother. Uh, yes, he was older. How much older? I think he died when he was twenty-one. And you were like fourteen, fifteen, fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Mm. So from there, um, I would change my name, and that's that's just how it went. And people would think like, oh yeah, he changed his name because he's he's a general sort of will. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah. that's not what it was. And I never really thought I had to explain it or or thought that um, people would care that much that I changed my name, but yeah. the reason why I did it is because it was literally because of my biological father, and I, as I didn't want to do anything. I yeah. didn't want to do anything with him at, like, at all. Yeah. So, and now like my real father, one that raised me since I was two years old, Yeah. Um, that's, we've been a happy family, and that's, that's how Fam- it should be. Family ain't always blood, man. That's, that's a fact. Uh, I I my my dad's dad also left uh, my grandma and yeah. three kids and my grandfather my real grandfather not my dad's biological dad was my grandfather Pedro mm-hmm. um, Rodriguez uh, if 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 uh, if my dad's dad would have stuck around my name would have been last name would have been Vega mm-hmm. um, but my my dad sort of had the same sort of scenario there where. I think all of his brothers went to his father's funeral except for him. You know what I mean? Like he says, like, no, yeah. you abandoned us. There's zero chance. And uh, I, I would have been the same way as my dad. You know, like if you don't, if you, if you're that type of person that doesn't want anything to do with me, I'm never, no matter what changes, yeah. no matter death, no matter if you're sick, no matter like, there's no room for you in my life. Um, so, you know, I, I give you props for that too, man. I mean, be, being able yeah. to say, you know what? I want zero to do with you, period. No, no more connection this is my dad and obviously it is yeah, right like yeah. he's the one that raised you he's the one that took care of you yeah um so yeah that's uh that, that's super cool. i didn't know that i didn't I, I, i'm gonna be honest with you man so i'm having this conversation with you i didn't know that chris wasn't your your biological dad obviously he's your real dad yeah he's my real dad um yeah. and i didn't know you had a brother either man you, you're you're mysterious. a lot many people don't know yeah. so now that's, you know. <laughs> now you know. That's crazy, so. dude. Um, so it's it's uh it, it just goes to show that the layers of someone's true being isn't as easy as most people would think. You can't judge a book by its cover. Amen to that, man. Jesus really Christ. Can't. Um, and and I'm gonna be honest, man. I I didn't know how you were gonna, you know, coming coming growing up the way that you grew up. Yeah. Right. Uh, and 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 I know this because I just I see it growing up. The way that you grew up, right, mm-hmm. with everything that you could have ever wanted, because you have good parents yes. that will do anything for you. The same way that any, no matter status on in, in any chart of uh, of, of finance, good support like, system, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, right, like that, that support system. Like I, I didn't know how you were gonna be, how, how you were gonna react to sitting on the bench. And this is a conversation that I had with with your dad because I called your dad yeah. before I called you. When we were going down the the route of of picking our team, and they told us you need to have a six player, not just a coach. Or you can have a coach, but he could be your sixth man. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, no, we we're we're gonna take the safety precautions. We're gonna do the right thing, and we're gonna get a a, a sixth man, right? A star, true sixth a star man. caliber player in case anything yeah, goes wrong. Right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> look, uh, we we have uh, we have personalities on our team, right? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to make sure that the person that was next up to bat was gonna be able to hold his own. So as we were looking through the through through the field. We talked to certain, you know, people who just, you know, yeah. it was just not so they were waiting to see where they were going to go or, or, or we're going to end up. So we're like, we got to move quick. We got to, you know, we're the last to this thing. 
And as we were going, so I'm like, you know, I, I thought of you, and I'm like, man, this guy's nasty. Like, obviously, like everybody yeah. knows that. So I'm like, I'm gonna call his dad first to see where he's at. Then I didn't want to call you and sort of get you out of your decision making. You know, whether you're gonna go start somewhere else or you were gonna stay there, because I know that the allure yeah. that this brings to so whatever. Um, so I called your dad, and I'm like, what's what's Jordan's plan? Do you think that he would be okay to be on the bench and your dad's like uh you'd be surprised man like he he, he would and i yeah. it, your dad's gonna say what he's gonna say you're his son right you, he's gonna yeah. whatever but I, I i still have my doubts on how you were gonna transition from being like the guy mm -hmm. to being on the bench knowing that you could yeah you know be out there right so uh, like how, how has that been personally and where do you find so, the, the the sort of strength to be like this yeah. is a moment in my life that I have to go through. Okay, so just a little rewind that we talked about Infinite Warfare. I'll become known as a star player or whatever, and another situation would happen, the same thing would happen in EW, outside influences gotten in the, in the, in the uh, with my with my team, right? And I would have to rebuild again in World War II, and dark times, <laughs> dark times, World for War everyone. II. For everyone, dark yeah. times. I literally got- like Even World War II was a dark time yeah. for a certain- I, I, Honestly, I was at the lowest point and like, I was like depressed and dark, all that stuff. And I was still getting top 12. Top 12 was a bad placing by my standards, but man, even at my low, like I was still getting top 12. Yeah. And coming from the open bracket, I wasn't in pool play because I wasn't yeah. in the league because of Code Blues and all that stuff, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dark time. So <laughs> so that was a short summary, but now in in Black Ops, Black Ops 4, this is my redemption year because literally at Champs, we didn't do well, top 24, whatever. Like, I was like, dude, I, I can't go out like this. Like, I was I was able to go to a different orgs. Like, I was like, my parents even told me to leave, but I was like, I can't do it. Like, this is something I wanted to end off as E6 of the last year because I already knew franchising was coming as I heard the rumors. And I was like, they were like, yeah, you should go because I was offered by different people. And I could have made teams, but they didn't want the players I wanted to play with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so and your dad also could have gotten a team, yes, if you wanted to, yes, yeah. And then people, the people that said, oh yeah, like they could, they couldn't have bought the team. Activision wouldn't want them. Like the short story short, we could have gotten one, yes, but against my like for me and for my family, we didn't. I didn't, I didn't want to be tied to something anymore. Like, it was supposed to be about me because whenever you own something, like one thing I would want to say is like you can't be the owner CEO of something and then try to be a competitor because. If, like if you say like oh yeah he's playing good or whatever like, oh no he's just you're just saying that because like he's the owner like yeah. like uh, or like like my parents would say like he's like the best on the team because statistically he is but he's like oh you're just saying that because you own the team and yeah because you own the team so it, you can never win yeah but um but going on with that Black Ops Four um was the year I would like I was putting my all because you had one chance to qualify for the league one chance mm -hmm. and. The PLQ was was everything. If you didn't qualify, it was just over. And I knew that going in because um, that's why I fielded the team with the team I, I chose. So I would get number one out of every single player that out of 80, 80 players because there's the four teams that qualify. I was number one on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Number one statistics as an ICR player, which is a person that's watching over your teammates. I'm not on the front lines, so I'm watching over you, getting the highest amount of damage. And my teammate was number two. Yeah. So I co I go in there and I'm like I got my name back like. This is this is what I needed to do, and I did it. And like that that tournament literally meant everything to me. Mm -hmm. And because I was getting so much crap, and everyone's saying you're not gonna make the league, like your team's horrible, you're bad, like like just quit already, whatever, like you know, just a standard shit talk. So I would qualify for the league, get a couple top sixes, and then I would get top four at champs. As I literally put everything into that tournament. And you know, I would get I would get those one point twos that everyone plays for, and those V line man cards, and those player cards everyone talks about. I I, I give it to you, like I give you your decent blue placings. I give you your one point twos. I give you all this, and then at the end, nothing. Because as of right now, I am uh, I'm with a really good group of guys. Like yeah, like how you said, like as you wouldn't know, but you know, I wouldn't have been a sub for any other team except for this team and I told you that mm -hmm. like if it wasn't for you and Scump and Formula as you said like they they wanted me as their subs and the mm -hmm. team as well like I would have been done I would have been pursuing my different dreams like I I wouldn't be here at all and so that's I have to say thank you to to you guys yeah um but yeah I literally I literally wouldn't be here like I even if I was offered by uh, as a sub for other teams I, I wouldn't have took it like I just I just wouldn't have so with with that being said um like my mindset 
with how you said how how um transitioning how it'd be like i don't look at it as like i failed i don't look at it as all this stuff like if i put it if i had a really bad year last year and it yeah. wasn't doing really well statistically i would have been like yeah dude like politics like thank god i got a sub spot thank god like I, i'm blessed to, to still be in the league but no that's not how it happened like i i, I checked off every single thing and and unfortunately i i didn't win an event mm-hmm. but i did the best what i could with players because i wasn't i wasn't blessed enough to say oh i played with slashers i played yeah. with freaking the best yeah at their prime and i always had to pick from you know i had to have my own original teams of amateurs then i had to pick up other players that weren't known and then i had to get decimate bevels and dashy when they were just on their come up Mm -hmm. because of politics and outside influences and infinite warfare and then after world war ii all the stuff middle of the year i I picked up a bz and then sender and then diabolic and then i had to rebuild again because outside influences is trying to destroy my team so then i had to build a whole new team coming into black ops 4 and then try to do the best what i could get them as structured as they could possibly be tried to lead them in the best direction and then got top four so um i literally checked off on all those things and that what did that get me literally uh, on the bench and you know th- this world this 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 scene is all about who you know not about what you know anymore and yeah. I, if i would have to say something to like the people that are coming up like you said in the in the previous like like yeah you have to be talented but you have to build your connections you have to put yourself out there yeah um you know, learn from me and don't take the whole, like, don't try to have the mindset as like always like take the world on head on. Um, I would, I would also say, um, you know, just make sure that you're prepared to put all like you're all into it. Cause I, I literally put my all into it. Like, like 14 hour days. Like I would literally just go in, uh, private matches with no bots, no nothing. And just practice like centering spots, wall bank spots, like, just by myself like over and over like like batman like practicing like things in his head like it was i was going crazy making sure i was putting everything in the champs because like i said in in um world war ii i wasn't going out without a fight and i did it i I came back i I went up all against all odds and i did it no one can say that but me yeah and no amount of help no amount of nothing no amount of money no nothing when, when you're on stage it's just you and your devices um it's 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 sad in a sense that that like you and your family have had to gone through that, but it's the state of shitty ass players in Call of Duty, right? Like the, these little fucking morons, right? That had opportunities yeah. that just squandered the fuck away. They fucking sit on Twitter all day, goddamn long, nothing talking else to do. shit, nothing else they to wake do, up and morning. then they play the fucking victim when somebody fucking snaps yeah. back. That's what gets me the most. Like in the nineties, they would have not made it a single fucking week no. without somebody approaching them a certain yeah. way right and that's what annoys me like it, the accountability has sort of gone away because of twitter and and, and, and online yeah. and 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 the only way that you can cope in your head with with shit that's being said is the fact that you're like people like that are always going to end up in a certain in a certain place people like that are always going to end up in a certain place the amount of people, right, that that don't see the op, they 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 don't see the full playing field. They just think that you know esports is all winning in that side. It's yeah. not, not, not yet, right? We're still building. So there will come the time where winning is everything, mm-hmm. right? Right now is brand building, yep. personality bring, uh, 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 building, trying to get the right uh, org yeah. sort of status to be able to get partnerships <laughs> and sponsorships. And, you know, sponsors don't want to deal with fucking morons and yeah. stupid and just like bad people. They want to they want to make sure that their that their advertising yeah. dollars are, are being spent on a good. Th- I, I've for, for the longest time. Right. Uh, and I say it to this day, if nature would have never retired, he would still be playing for. Me. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If scump ever declines in 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 uh, in in skill. He's never not gonna be my player. Oh, you know what I mean? Like we're never. I'm never not gonna drop him. Like it's. Yeah. It, it is about networking, right? It is. It is about networking. And then, um, and uh, it, it, for example, right? And and we had a conversation about what the challengers, you know, prize yeah. pool was gonna be, and 
we you know i read off the list i read the list and i'm like all right let's remove uh let's remove the get the meet and greet with the team like and okay. I, and, and I, I told the, the social guys i'm like you know these guys meet that yeah. meet, meet them all the time and then andy brought up a really really good point that changed my whole viewpoint on it he's like yeah he's like but it's not for them right like it's it's, it's for the people who haven't gotten to play yeah. against comp and who got like what if one of them has a cinderella story yeah they get to meet the team. They get to network, and they exactly. get to you know what I mean. Like that's that's the sort of if I see somebody that's I always keep my eye on on everybody. Exactly. If you're a fucking prick in Black Ops Two, I remember it today. Yes. Right in the dark days of Optic, <clears throat> if you did something wrong to my team, I remember it to this fucking very day, and it'll never go away. No. Right? Like you can say you change, you can say you've grown, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but I remember it clearly, and I you am don't forget. A, I I forgive. But you don't forget. But I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, shout out to my boy. I love Crim Six. That's, that's not yep. a that's not a, a jab at him. No, not at all. Um, but but it's 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 that sort of thing that that did. And I'm like I'm like I'm like damn, you're right. I, I told Andy, I'm like yeah, you, you know, leave it in there. You know, you're yeah. you're right. But then the amount of people, and it was the pro players that were like fucking like talking shit about it. It's not shit. for fucking yeah. you. No, right. If it's dude, not for you, and if it doesn't apply to you, opinions. shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like I got my own opinions. Like, dude, like you're talking like. To, to the person that and people were kind of like roasting me but I, would, I, had, I had my own side DMs with people and, and I actually made them understand like for me that people that even that are saying like oh yeah like they already know it like who, who's like who's ever going to be that good it doesn't need to have the meet and greet but I completely disagree you're talking to the person sitting here right here that has done all the stuff like good placings beat almost every single player to ever play in Call of Duty as a professional yeah and I'm sitting here still struggling with the connections and the politics and people going behind my back and ruining my opportunities to play with players because yeah. they're all jealousy and and just pure negativity and going behind the scenes and their tens and their Skype calls yeah. and their Discord calls and trying to make like my life a living hell because I literally put everything into COD and if I even if even if like. I have this. The person has the same uh, achievements, or has the same um, like, uh, like even if you, even though like I was doing this back then, coming up, and I see I get to even meet you or Scump or whatever. I'm like, I don't even care about the money. Like, let me talk to these guys. Let me know them. Like, yeah. I might even get a follow. I might even get put in like play with them. I might even like do content with them. Like, you don't know where those things can come. And like that's why I made a tweet because I was mind blown on how the people would be like. How oh this is just disrespectful. It's not for it's, them. That's not for them. Yeah. Like I, I'm literally mind blown how some of these people was, were literally roasting, and I was just in there like, dude, I must have, I must transcended like, like my, my whole other side of the spectrum mind. Like I'm like sitting here as a guru, like, dude, like, don't be dumb. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like, it, I, it would, all I would love, I would love uh, above, that. Above anything else, it, w whether it's for you or it isn't for you. Like there's there's certain way like I, I I get it right it might not be for some yeah. people but it is for some people and those the, if it doesn't apply to you move on care yeah. about that complain about the ten thousand dollars yeah we changed it right com com compare yeah. you know complain about that don't compare about something that's not if you don't want to meet the team because you already Dude. met them all good all right good. if you don't want you know to spend a little bit of time with people who may be like oh this is fucking good oh he's a good person like this yeah. dude's cool. I hung out with him. He had good vision into the future. Uh, he talked to the coach and the coach, whatever. Yeah. Talk to Andy. You know what I'm saying? A a a a, a, a person that can literally mm -hmm. change your life in the future, whether it's professionally in, in game or professionally outside of the game. That's the sort of networking that you need to yes. do in this goddamn space. You know what I mean? Yes. Um and and, and it 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 just it just bothers me mm -hmm. because it's cringy. I'm not, I don't. It, it is, man. Yeah. And, and I don't. The, the thing is, this is like I can sit on Twitter and just jab back and throw low blows all day long, and everybody's gonna like it because oh, Hex is being savage, awesome, right? Or oh, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. like he has no no, no hold. I, I could literally fucking jab back every single day and make you look stupid, but I choose not to do that because it just doesn't help anybody yeah. in that situation, right? No. Because although. 10,000 people are going to retweet what I said and they're going to be cheering. There's still going to be 100 people who are going to be like, you know, you should, maybe you shouldn't do shit like that. Yeah. And I agree with those yeah. 100 people. You know what I mean? I get I get the entertainment side of it. I entertain. I, I, I get the WWE format that 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 some of some of this thing goes on. Um, when we landed from from London, were, were you in the, were you oh, you took an Uber? When we landed from London, and and Seth was about to tweet out. I don't remember what he tweeted out because you, you didn't come. He he was like, Yo, can I tweet this? Formal, who's sitting next to me, is like, hell yeah, tweet that shit. It's gonna be funny as hell. 
I'm like, careful, right? Yeah. A, a tweet from you means something completely yes. different because your following isn't just Call of Duty. He's a he's an icon. He's a gaming right. icon. It, it's it, it transcends. Yes. You hitting somebody is not the same way as a hundred thousand follower person hitting somebody. No. You you hitting somebody online means a shit ton. So careful with what, what you, you tweet. And and he said, uh, okay, all right, right, <laughs> yeah. because it is different. Yes. And and in in our position, like we we sort of have to not defend ourselves because then it seems like bullying at some point, and you yes. never want to do that anyway. But if no. you don't stick up to the bullies, oh yeah, yeah, no, trust me, I I yeah. I, I do. I I almost make it a point to man. It's yeah. just it's just uh, I hate that I have to in in some scenarios. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to discuss, man? Something that that we forgot to discuss? Um, I mean, talk about my support system. I mean, just, uh, you know, my yeah, shout out to my, your parents, yeah, man, parents, because it wasn't just me. your support system. Yeah, yeah. it was everybody. Well, it it yeah. was. It was you and everybody else, because again, they didn't have to do all the no. kind things that you guys did, and only to be yeah. they told, they, torn they, to pieces in some cases. Yeah, I mean, very selfless of them, um, and definitely got a lot of experiences that you couldn't learn any 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 um, anywhere else. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, like when when it comes down to that kind of stuff, like I could go on for hours, but yeah. I don't know. I I just think that. Uh, you think you think uh, your dad will come on the podcast? Maybe sure. I'll ask him. Yeah, <laughs> you think I, he would? I think he would. I think uh, if if you guys want a follow up, obviously interview with uh, with uh, General's dad. I think I, I personally think it'd be a good idea uh, to sort of see it from a businessman's perspective, the way we saw from Andy, yeah. but from his perspective, something completely different because it's like your 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 family that you're trying to help, and by extension, helping out an entire community of sorts. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where. You're damned if you do and damned, damned if, if you, you don't. don't, right? Like, I, it, and it brings me back to to the challengers thing. We were gonna be damned if we did or did. damned if we didn't. So we just said, let's try to do the meetup for the people who want it, and everybody else who's already met the guys is not gonna give a fuck. They will understand that it's not for fucking them. No. And I <laughs> and, and and I get that maybe that paired with the fact that it was only ten thousand dollars, like it, it 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 did something. But uh, you know, it's it was it was a flip of a switch for us to 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 make it what it was. Um. I think that the Challengers uh, division has like a lot, a lot going for them. But at the same time, there's a little bit of a couple of obstacles that we have yeah. to, that the we as owners and league have to sort of get through before we're able to truly provide for them what we could provide for for uh, the right things to provide for them. Uh, anyway, uh, I, yeah. I don't have anything else, but I do appreciate you coming on. I know it's uh, it's yeah. super early for you. Yeah, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Um, anyway, like, thanks, man. I, 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 I appreciate you. I was well. We have it here, man. It's, all right now, you're and that, and you're, now, you're clammy. And now we do. You're that. clammy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right, bro. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. DoorDash. Yeah. Thanks so much for sponsoring the podcast. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbye.